Shattered Order Podcast. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. Hey, we don't serve their kind here. With your hosts, Good Night Punk. Doesn't like you. And Rim Killer Inc. I don't like you either. You just watch yourself. We'll want it men. I have the death sentence on 12 systems. I'll be careful. You'll be dead! This week was slow, but since arena ranks move fast when you get your Zetas, we talk about which ones we like and which ones we think you should save for last. Hello and welcome to the 37th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. What's up, Wink? Oh, not a lot. Same old, same old. You know what's kind of exciting? Uh, This episode 37, 37's actually my favorite number, so this should be a good episode, right? Let's hope so. They didn't give us much to work with this week, but as always... we can find our own this stuff. This is the, uh, well, which is what we're going to do, because this is the first episode that we've done since we've had General Kenobi. That's true. Shattered Order. Finally uh, got everyone in our guild unlocked to General Kenobi. And, uh, yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations, everybody. Exciting. For those still working, pretty excited. You'll have them soon, and you'll love them. At least I think you That will. was the most... That was like the most exciting thing ever. Uh, I had all the gear saved up for him, so I got to go through and level him up and max him out entirely in like five minutes. It was so much fun. Well, let's just talk about that for a second. That as a the way they changed it so that Kenobi gets it, you get everyone gets six shards if they're not in the top three, right? Mm-hmm. Seeing how it was for our guild, where everyone unlocked him on the same day, kind of a huge deal. For our guild, for everyone, and kind of was like yeah. a celebratory thing, right? Yeah, we all have been working yeah. for this for so long, and we finally got it and unlocked him. I thought it was really cool and one of the most, one of the biggest moments as a guild achievement that we've ever had in the game, you know? I totally agree. It was so much different than the Han Solo unlock, where everybody kind of got him at a little bit different time. Like, this was everybody getting him all at once, so... I mean, our Discord chat's just been filled with strategy and uh, gearing and modding ideas yeah, for Drill sure. Kenobi and how to use them. So it's been a lot of fun because everybody's really interested in this one new thing that we all got at the same time. So it's it's super awesome. Yeah, I love it. And I hope that in the future they can find other ways to get guilds to work together towards group achievements because it's a lot of fun when... These guys you've been playing with for a year, you all achieve something together and not just fighting ranks against each other, you know, working as a guild as opposed to people in a guild finishing something but fighting each other for rewards, you know. So 
I really liked it. Yep. That's really cool. Oh, me too. So cool. Definitely. Well, as far as updates went this week, just so everyone knows right off the bat, the front part of this show is going to be very short, because I don't know if you've noticed, but I did, that there has been a lack of presence this past week with the devs and what's going on. I know that they got a lot going on, and there is still a lot going on in the game right now, but as for information, it's kind of at a standstill right now, and I think that part of that is the fact that we got all the abilities for the Phoenix Squadron at once, so there's not really a lot yep. they can reveal there, but as far as, there were three updates slash developer notes that went out this week. Nothing really crazy. But one of them was just saying there was an error in the notification saying that Chopper was, there was a bundle for Chopper available right now. But it turns out, you know, there wasn't one. But they they came back and said, hey, that Chopper bundle will be available next week once we've all unlocked Chopper. So what that tells me, and I like to look into things too much for something so simple that was put out, but anyone that was dreaming that you were going to get Chopper at seven stars because of these extra tiers of the challenge, that's not going to happen. So you're probably going to get them two to three stars, and there'll be bundles to get them further up. And uh, actually, some of our other side of the world players that we know about are actually on tomorrow, so Monday's monthly login, which is five chopper shards, which means they were able to unlock him at two stars and already able to do the tier two challenge. And just as I was guessing from the announcement in the updates or calendar updates, the reward for tier two is 1,000 credits. No chopper shards, so there won't be extra chopper shards with the tier two part. So but is that something you can do every day? Yes. So there'll be three, by the end there'll be three tiers that you can do every day. And I don't know how many days the tier three one you get, but if this one's a thousand like the note said, then tier three should just be a thousand credits also. So nothing too crazy to look forward to out of there, but credits every day, not too bad. Cool. So another thing is Kanan was released with a bug that caused his taunt to only last one turn instead of the intended two. A character bug, big surprise. But here's the fun part. It was hotfixed within a day of the character going live. And I'm not surprised because nice. they're fixing him because... They want people to buy them. I only wish that all character... I wish that all the character bugs could get that treatment, you know? Yeah. Because they were able to fix that one pretty quick. (laughs) Yeah. And that also means it was probably something pretty simple to be able to get it done, you know, that next day. So... I agree. It was probably something real simple, so not something to look too far into. And then the last thing was text fixes in the uh, PAX and Spectre 1 event. So that's about that. So my, if you can hear in the background children screaming, this isn't a torture chamber. It's actually nap time. And for all you parents out there, you know what that no. means. 
I can hear my daughter screaming through my headphones. So, yeah, good times. Apparently, two and a half means you don't have to nap, which is a nightmare. But, whatever. I'm not jealous, I'll be honest. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't be either. You can switch places if you want. You can endure Eh, a nap time. I'm (laughs) good. The two beagles drive me crazy enough. Ah, there you go. Don't try to put them down for a nap, but that wouldn't go very well. No, hell no. (laughs) Well, calendar events this week. Droid smuggling again on Tuesday, as we have been getting, usually. And the Zeb Aurelios event starts on next Thursday, so March 23rd. And it's open to all squads, just like the other ones are. As far as that goes, that is all that we know of so far. Now, there was a credit heist on Friday... Yeah. So there might be one on Thursday again, or Friday, because that'll be six to seven days, but who knows? It might end up on we, Monday. Monday. Yeah, that would suck, but... Man, it came at perfect timing. came on the day that we unlocked General Kenobi. Yeah, needed it that, was, that day to get him to yeah. 85, so worked perfectly. What's funny is, after the credit heist and after uh, the raid rewards, I had like... 21 million credits most credits i've ever had like by double mm-hmm. i i now have like two million i'm so broke <laughs> i don't know where they all went they just disappeared putting leveling them up and all the gear putting all the gear on them probably yeah well and then i think some mods and just trying oh, yes. to mods level also. up some mods that i had yeah <laughs> gets expensive it does oh well what can you do as far as, not much. Yeah, exactly. As far as it came from Reddit, there was not a single dev post this week. And i that's the first time since we've done It Came From Reddit that that has happened. Now, last week, it was pretty quiet, too. But we did have at least one post from CG Top Hat. But this week, nothing on the on Reddit. So maybe they listen to the show and they don't like everything being spotlighted on the podcast i don't know but <laughs> who knows we need a uh, it's been 28 days we need a days. cricket audio drop it's literally been 28 days since we've heard from capgas on reddit which is kind of concerning that's weird he's usually the really active one on there too yeah hmm. exactly so i don't Hope know everything's okay yeah for sure but i guess we'll find out see how yeah. things go this week but cool that's pretty much all of the updates from this week enough to cover 10 minutes and really give no information (laughs) so that was a good episode well done all right thanks everyone for listening but uh (laughs) we got some other stuff to talk about we kind of want to talk about zetas because even if you have been getting them Getting your ships up slowly. I know a lot of people have just started farming Zetas. I know that there are people still working towards them, getting close. And there are people working on their fourth or third or second or way more than that or their first. So what's good? What's not? And that's kind of the what we want to look at. And it's a good time for me to look at it because I should get my 20th Zeta tonight to be able to purchase my second character upgrade so nice be nice to look through this and see if i really want to give it to fives or if there's something better for me so 
So just to be clear, your first one went to Cody, correct? Yes. Cody got my first okay. Zeta, which is why I thought I wanted to give it to Fives on my second. But yep. right now I'm I'm at an impasse, so I'm not quite sure that's what I want to do at this moment. But Uh-oh. Yeah. So uh, we're about to go through and kind of rank our top few. Uh, how are you liking Cody? Do you regret it yet? Or are you very happy with that purchase? Well, I don't think that I can fully make an assessment on what I bought it for. Because I, I got it because I wanted better scores in Phase 2 or Phase 4 of the raid. But as okay. you know, the clone sergeant is the linchpin of that team. And mine is six stars, about 60 out of 100 shards. So in the raid, I don't have the highest damage dealing clone yet. So gotcha. without him, I'm still able to get around 500,000, which is still a pretty decent score for me in that phase. So it's already gotten me a better score, but I'm waiting to get Clone Sergeant in there and to see what he can do for me. So I'm happy yeah. with it. But the best part is, you know, I use my clones in Galactic War every day, and they just kind of roll through the whole thing now. And I don't even, if I have to, I'll throw in a, a second team on the last, on Node 12, and I beat it every day with them. So I'm happy with it. Nice. It was a good purchase. So it, was, it cool. works for me. And as I'm... I'm trying to figure out a arena team to work around Cody now that I have Kenobi to throw him in there and see if there's any combination of those guys that can do some something in arena. I know that they're not the best, yeah. but I usually sit between 50 and 100 and drop about 30 spots a day. So if I could find a way to move up to like 40 ish with them until I get a better arena team and stay there then I'd be happy so yeah we'll see what happens cool but I got some ideas for my next one so all right well in your opinion who is the best overall character to Zeta so in my opinion and this goes against what basically the meta has shown recently with the complaints of everyone who has this at the top of their leaderboard. Mine is, overall, I think Vader's probably the best right now. Because of his work in both raids and in Arena, I think he's probably the best one to have if you have the characters around him to work with him. Just yeah. all that turn meter reduction. I mean, you could solo the Rancor raid... I've seen some million scores in Heroic AAT, and I've seen a lot of Vaders at the top of rankings. At least I did in the last month. I don't know where they're at right now, but a decent arena team, too, can be made with him, Zated. So he would be who it, mine yeah. goes to. But let me just put this out there also. I have not fought any Zated malls. I don't know how they work, and I don't know how great they are because i have no frame of reference for it so that would be why he's my number two but but i have a lot of uh i've seen a lot of vader stuff so that's why i put him as my number one 
Very interesting. I did not know you have not fought any Zated Mauls. I have not. So That explains a lot. It, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. Um, as much as I hate to admit it, I have to say that Maul is my number one. Um, just with all the Sith right now, he's so good. He's, I mean, the first to- uh, torn, the first turn can be so important in a lot of these battles if you don't have those tankier teams. And when you have that Maul given 20% turn meter, it's easy to get like an Emperor Palpatine, Sith Assassin, Maul. Like, you can get these characters going so fast that there's almost no one going to go ahead of them unless it's another Maul team or like a Qui-Gon Zeta. And, or just, I guess, a Qui-Gon lead. And it's okay it's not great it's okay so the evasion and just everything that comes with that mall lead it's it's pretty brutal i really hate the evasion though i mean Mm -hmm. it's kind of frustrating that he has more evasion than you know he has more evasion and all the other benefits rather than like you know a dooku or an old ben that has the evasion plus like one single thing Mm -hmm. and it's less evasion for those guys um, you know, if this is kind of where they're going, we need better accuracy mods or, you know, increase the evasion on the other evasion lead characters. There's only, opinion. you can only get accuracy from the arrow as a main stat, right? You can't get it anywhere that else, is right? Correct. Yeah. Yep. And it's only 12%. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, it'd be nice if they would kick that to 20%. Like, that might actually incentivize people to use that rather than speed mods. So, I'm looking at Darth Maul's Zeta. I hear a lot of people talk about getting speed from Maul's Zeta. Where does that speed come from? Because I don't see it in the definition. Is it the turn meter? Yes. Okay. Okay, so every time they stealth, they gain 20% turn meter. Or no, that's at the beginning of the encounter. Break it down for me. I'm going to read it off real quick. His Zeta ability is all Sith allies gain 20% evasion, 20% turn meter, and stealth for one turn at the start of each encounter and whenever they evade or are critically hit. Can't be critically hit while stealth, and they gain advantage for two turns whenever stealth expires. The stealth and turn meter from this ability ignores taunting allies. Now, exactly what the Zeta does, the Zeta adds... Uh, this part to it. It adds the gain stealth for one turn on evade. They can't be critically hit while stealth. The advantage for two turns whenever it expires. And uh, they gain all on evade bonuses at the start of the encounter. So that Zeta basically allows them to get that 20% turn meter and all that stuff from the very beginning of the match. Gotcha. Uh, so, so, since I'm uh, ignorant so like, on this, so everyone but him is stealth to start the battle? Uh, no, I believe uh, he would be stealth as well on his first turn. Um, and let's see, any Sith, basically. Oh, gotcha, because it says all Sith allies. And I, as far as I knew, yeah, when it said allies, that, it doesn't include him. No, it 
does include him, I'm pretty sure. Okay. And it is... It's so good because you only need 80% turn meter to go, so you can have a lot slower characters. I mean, like a, you know, a 200-speed Emperor Palpatine's going to go pretty early in the match when he normally wouldn't outside that, you know, mall lead. Mm -hmm. So that's just what makes him so good. And it speeds him up a ton so he can get the days out, and, you know, days kills teams. It basically... The Darth Maul lead basically requires you to have somebody to cleanse, debuffs, give tenacity up, or something along those lines. And you usually need two of those. So, Which is why is, the Rex it, counter that everyone always talks about. Exactly. Yep. Rex is... If, if you're not using the Maul lead, you almost have to have Rex or Yoda, it seems like. Preferably Rex, but yeah. Makes sense. So my next question is, is this a Zeta that is mostly Arena, or is this used other places too? Okay, so this is one of those things where it kind of comes down to what you find important. It's mainly Arena. I haven't seen many other places where this is that useful other than possibly Galactic War, because, you know... Whenever you go into a battle, they will gain all this stuff each time that you go into a battle. So, if a character has 80% turn meter, they go into a battle with the mall lead while they're already at full turn meter. So, I could see it being really useful for Galactic War, but outside of those two areas, eh, probably not that useful. However, I think Arena is so important due to the crystals that eh, it's, it's the most important thing for me. So, that's why Maul gets... My number one spot. Makes sense. And he is definitely at the top right now of the meta as far as we've seen. So it is a good one. And that's he's ranked second for me because of what I've seen of top tens on most servers having big chunks of Darth Mauls and Rexes to fight him. So I agree. That's a good one to have. Well, uh, since we've already talked about Maul, we'll skip to my number two and your number three. Yep. This is a character that I kind of like a little bit, uh, Kylo. This He's awesome. That's, I mean, his Zeta is freaking fantastic. See, this is um, the one that I'm thinking I will work on next and wait on fives. So I'm thinking maybe I'll just gear up my Kylo to throw it on him. To put in my arena team. It's not a bad idea. He's he's a stud. Um, so his Zeta, if you don't already know, is for his outrage ability. It adds 15% damage and he recovers protection equal to the damage dealt. So, I mean, he, he can gain a heck of a lot because that's a, that's a pretty awesome attack. And with, you know, some of these characters that bypass protection and only remove health it's pretty easy for kylo to get below full health which then adds 75 percent more damage to his outrage ability so just makes him that much easier to recover protection and it's not like you have to wait the entire cooldown to use the outrage again to get that protection back because of him being hit yes possibly triggering 
his cooldown being reduced. So, and not just be, him being hit, but his unique that uh, put, causes him to get negative status effects that can cause damage. Oh yeah, the dots with the lowered damage that just uh-huh. can trigger off his cooldowns. Yeah, that's it's an ability that has a long cooldown, but can be reduced pretty easy and then be able to use that to get the protection back as often as you can under that just the way his kit works it's pretty awesome yep and uh so he's obviously really good in arena that's where i use him uh i think when we get to kenobi i'll probably go over my arena team and kylo ren will be certainly in that i've been using him ever since he came out or since the rework i should say uh, huge fan, and obviously, phase one of the AAT tank raid, he is a stud, he can clear the thing by himself, uh, I don't remember who did the video on that, but you can go out there and find that, um, he's obviously really good for Galactic War, um, the Galactic War video I did with just him and Boba, uh, cleared my full Galactic War using only those two characters, I mean, he's, he's, he's awesome. The one thing to mention for... Guilds that aren't beating heroic tank at the moment. If you have a good player in your your guild that can get this Zeta, like you were saying, there is a way for him to clear all, and if not all, a large chunk of that first phase, which can save you a lot of Jedi teams for later in the in the tank raid to supplement the damage that you might not have. If you have a player in your guild with a Zeta Kylo that can take that much damage out of that first phase. So it is something for those guilds that are struggling right now to look at that they can do. So, Yep. I mean, you're basically spending one character to clear one phase. So, I mean, you only have 75% left to do. I mean, that's... And that saves a lot of those Jedi teams that are usually pretty decent in that... Uh, difficult phase three. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. So I know that that's a that's a plan of attack that I've seen used in other guilds that has worked out to get the first one down, and the couple after that until you are really ready to be farming it. But it can help you get that first one for sure. Yep. So. Well, uh, once again. I have the same number three as your number four, mm-hmm. and I think you're the most qualified one to discuss this one. Absolutely. Uh, Cody is my fourth and your third, but I have him ranked there because he's just great in the phase four, the, H, or the tank raid, because if you use him on the other clones, minus Rex plus princess leia i've seen people get upwards of six million to eight million damage in that phase just using his azeta and if you don't know his zeta is where is it there it is his zeta adds a plus five crit chance to all clones plus 10 defense to all clones and clone allies recover five percent of their max protection whenever they use a basic ability so If you think about it, right, Echo is always assisting. That's like his main thing. But all his assists are basic, so there's a lot of the time where Echo 
is just sitting at full protection because all his assists get him that 5% max protection every time he shoots. And 212th attack, the one where Cody sends everybody in to attack, is giving everyone back protection. But not only that, it's a plus 5% crit chance from the Zeta. So 212th attack reduces the cooldown. It's on a six-turn cooldown, but it reduces the cooldown by one for each assist that scores a critical hit. So with the extra crit chance, usually from what I get when I use it, unless I get dodges, it's reduced down to I can use it the next time Cody goes, or it has a one or two turn cooldown instead of the six. So you're getting that attack off a lot. And if you put enough or a decent amount of crit on your clones, you're going to be using that as often as Cody can go. So not only are you getting big damage from him, but you're also getting protection back because of all them using their basics on that attack. So it's a really good one to have it flies through Galactic War because the whole time you're using your basics, you know, you just kind of specialize what you're doing in there and you can get to the last node with almost full protection on everyone. So wow, it works perfectly for that. And then it's great in the tank for phase two and three. I mean, I, I love it. I'm real happy yeah. with it. So, and I don't know, some of the guilds you, you some of the guilds you see if you can get 6 million, let's say just 6 million in phase 4, you're going to be at the top of the leaderboard. So, yeah. The only downside to him and his Zeta is that the clones take a lot to gear up. So, you're going to have to put a and lot of hard work to get. into them. Yeah. They're hard I to mean, get and they take Sergeant, a lot of gear. So, yeah. You have to you have to go all in on this Zeta, because if you don't, they're not going to be doing any damage. So that's the only downfall. But to me, they're so fun to play with. The synergy is there that just make them fun to play with every day. That I love this Zeta. So it's a good one. And they're, it's a great one for people that like those uh, faction synergies like you do. Exactly. Yeah, having all, a whole clone team in there, it, it's super fun. And I can understand people that use droids or other things for a long time with those synergies wanting a new one all the time because now I just keep thinking, I wonder if they'll ever make another clone because that would be cool. Probably only a matter of time. Yeah, we shall see. Well, uh, my number four is not in your top five. I can he tell was, you why, but I'll let you explain yours. All right. Um, he was my first character to Zeta, so if you've been listening very long, you probably know that I am talking about Boba Fett. Uh, you know, his allows him to recover protection whenever he kills somebody, uh, recovers 100% protection, and due to the way his execute does damage, there's usually a pretty decent chance that he's going to kill somebody, I will say, though, with the current meta in the arena and the way things are shifting, that is becoming a little bit more difficult. But I still think that it is just... It's so awesome. It makes arena... Or not arena. Galactic War much easier. 
I'm 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 still a big fan. So that's basically why he's still in my four slot. What is your argument against him? Okay, so my argument hinges basically on Arena because you are right, and I hadn't thought about that when I made this list, but the I can see him being really good in Galactic War because people are just dying left and right, and you're going to get that protection back. For me, it's a lot more meticulous than I like for a Zeta to have to... And some people are going to hate this, but I don't like that I have to stagger the damage just for one guy to try to get him back his protection. It's too much of a mini game for me. Yeah. So, I, it's all hinges upon someone dying for him to get that protection back. And I like to shoot the guy I need to put damage on, not hope that it's the guy I can kill, you know? Yeah. So. Well... And that's, I mean, if you Zeta Boba, I think having crit chance on him becomes that much more valuable because of the way his bonuses work and everything with the, you know, uh, buffs and debuffs on people, on his execute. That becomes a lot more important as well as just kind of making sure that you have a team around him that will put, you know, debuffs on the enemy team or force the other team into buffing itself so that he can get that extra damage. Yeah, for me, I use him in my arena, but I use him with Rex, Stormtrooper Han, and Wiggs. And that team does not put out a whole lot of debuffs. So him being Zated on my team really wouldn't give me the best return for it, at least in arena. So that's why I never really have thought about Zating him. But... I can see um, on like a Vader team or someone that's putting out Z- or putting out debuffs, it would definitely be much better than it would be on my team. I don't I'm, and his let me just say I'm not his, saying it's a bad Zeta. I'm saying for me personally, it yep. would not work. And something else is his leader ability is really good. If you're using him as a leader, it's a lot easier for him to execute somebody due to the extra crit chance and the extra crit damage. So if you're going to say to him, considering using him as leader is probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. I say that as somebody who just recently this week switched from a Boba lead. So makes sense. All things to consider. Absolutely. So I'll go ahead and say what my fifth was, and then you can do yours. But my fifth, I put in there Barris. I know that uh, since she was fixed from her bug, not seen as much, but I still think that her Zeta is good. I don't know how good it is in Arena. I know it still fits on some teams. Yep. But in, let's say, the Raid or in the Galactic War, she's still going to be able to do a lot, and that's... For those who don't know, her Zeta, whenever an ally is critically hit, they recover 20% of their max health. And I can't tell you how annoying it is to shoot someone, crit on them, but your crit is less damaged than the heal that she gives them is. So frustrating. So annoying. And it's just nice in a galactic war if you're using her 
to all those early nodes where people are just shooting you and doing nothing to you, it's perfect. Yep. Except for taking your protection. But by the time you get to the point where you have no protection, now she's just healing everyone back to full health every time. So. Uh, I think uh, there are several uh, teams with Barris on them that are Zated in my arena kind of that kind of float around the top ten. And she used to be a total pain for me to deal with. I used to hate dealing with her. But here lately, I really haven't had much of an issue. She don't bother me much other than her unique that cleanses debuffs. That's annoying as hell. But the uh, the healing, I really haven't had that much of an issue with here lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's probably just my team comp. But I know if you have the wrong team comp, she can be insanely frustrating. So I can't disagree on how good she is. Just not in my top five. Yeah, she could definitely be even better if you put her under some of these other Jedi and their Zetas, for sure. Yep. So, that's my top five, but I got a whole nother list of other ones that are in consideration. So, who did you have for five? Well, I had your number one as my number five, Darth Vader. Uh, He's still really good, but due to how much I value the arena... He dropped to fifth on my list. Um, he's just, eh, he's, ever since the fix, he's just not that great in arena. He's pretty easy to counter. Uh, Kylo's always been able to counter him pretty effectively. Mm-hmm. And he's still obviously great for raids. Uh, I'm considering Zetaing him currently. I've got like 25 Zetas sitting around that I'm not sure what to do with. Um, he's definitely in consideration because he would make raid life so much easier because he is fantastic for that. So if that's your priority is raids and Darth Vader, he's an easy guy to build around because there's not a whole, I mean, there's a lot of characters that you can use under him, unlike Cody, uh, to get the best use out of his Zeta ability. Definitely. Since they added even more Empire, there's a lot of good, good characters you can use with him now some of them aren't farmable yet like krennic death trooper or short trooper takes a little bit longer now but they are definitely enough in there to kind of build your team differently if you want to so yep definitely interesting kind of wondering if i should have had vader above cody in my ranking now hmm Hmm. Well, you never know. Anyway. Well, let's talk about others in consideration. My first one on consideration was Boba Fett. Because obviously I know how much people love him. And I've thought about him a lot to do. It just doesn't seem the best return for me. But he's definitely one of my top ones. He sh- if... I could probably put Bears slash Boba Fett at the end of my top five, but yeah, the rest of them are kind of dependent on other things or other Zetas. They are so we okay. So all of these characters we all kind of had in the same category. Um, they're they're all really good, but you really have to build around them. It's not it's not plug and play like some of these other characters. I mean. Maul, there are so many Sith that you can plug in that it's almost a no-brainer. Kylo, he can stand by himself. Boba can stand by himself. Vader, you know, a lot of guys that you can use with him. 
These guys are a lot more specific and a little bit more, uh, you know, just require better strategy to build around them to get the most out of their Zetas. Yep, absolutely. So I have Phasma's. Phasma's. Ah, Phasma's Zeta, her leader ability, is one of my others in consideration. I agree. It's really good, everything that's added to it. Minus 15% damage penalty for the assists. Triple assist chance for first order. And the first order allies gain advantage for two turns at the start of the encounter. Can't be critically hit when they have advantage and gain 20% potency. So with her, her new Zeta for her leader is awesome. But like I said, it's re- it depends on what's around her, right? And you have to have yep. first order around her. And they're not all the easiest to farm, right? Like First Order Stormtrooper. I will say this. Uh, I mean, you remember the old Phasma meta days. Most people that ran her as leader didn't have many First Order characters under her. Um, I do think the Zeta, it benefits First Order more, but I don't think it necessarily hurts to just be using it for one or two characters because it gives her... Better chance of putting speed down and the uh, defense down. Uh, she has even more chance to call in an assist. You you know, it it has a lot of benefits even without using a team of first order characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I don't know. It's just this. It's only still only twenty percent chance to call the assist. And the chances on other people, yeah. yeah. And then it's sixty percent for first order. So if you add a couple more first order in then with her, it might might still be a pretty decent one. As far as I synergy consider- goes, there's a lot of extra stuff for those first order that you'd be missing yes, out for spending a whole Zeta on. Which is why, yeah. like some of these people are others in consideration. Meaning, once you've got some of the more standalone ones these are the guys that you would look at right how can i work this around and make a team for it you know so i think you could build a really good team with a phasma lead zeta with a kylo zeta i mean that would be a really good base for a team i think i've considered doing that just to see if i could make that work in arena against some of these mall teams um so yeah we'll, we'll see if i get around to doing that or not but i think that could be really interesting Absolutely. And that's why I listed some of the other first order first order Zetas as not considered, basically because yep. you'd only really want them if you had Phasma Zeta under her. I mean there's some that yep. you wouldn't, maybe first order TIE pilot. Or but yeah. Agreed. Well, um, another one that I think is really interesting is Count Dooku. Uh, He's pretty high on your list of others in consideration. He's another character that I was considering putting Zetas on. Uh, We'll talk about arena stuff here in a second, but I almost spent Zetas on him, and then I changed my mind. But his Zeta does plus 15% counter damage, recover 10% protection, and gain critical hit immunity for one turn on counterattacks. And as you know, he can counterattack twice because of his basics. So, I mean, 
wouldn't be terribly di- difficult for him to gain 20% protection. I, um, I remember when I saw when this came out, when they introduced the Sith Pass, and I just couldn't believe this. Now, I haven't seen much talked about it, but this seems like an amazing Zeta to me. Just the fact, not I, only the fact that he counters like crazy, and then yes. you give him 15% more damage to that. And then every time, so not every time, but most of the time, he's going to get 20% of his protection back and get crit hit immunity for it. He's already annoying as hell to kill. He has so much yep. protection and damage, or er, in health. To get crit hit immunity every time he counters, you got to hope that that's not on him when you're using your big guns on him, you know? And one thing, by the way this reads... And I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Is it's on a counter attack. It's not when he does any damage. It's if he counters. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if somebody evades the attack, it don't really matter. He's still gaining protection from the way it reads. I would have to. I'd like to see it in action to verify that that is correct. But that's the way it appears. Uh, and this. Okay, so I'll go ahead and kind of dig into arena a little bit. Whenever I. After we unlocked Kenobi, I was kind of testing arena teams, and I tried a Dooku lead with General Kenobi, Boba, Kylo, and Rex. Uh, The idea being that I would have all these counters from General Kenobi, and they would mostly have offense up because of the leader ability of Dooku. And, oh, you better believe it, there were counters all over the place. But the problem with that is, you know, if somebody clears your buffs, then it doesn't quite work so well. I ended up dropping pretty far, but my Dooku was gear 10 and not Zated. But I think if you Zeta him, uh, this is what my plan was. Put Zetas on him and basically put protection on your arrow, your triangle, the plus, and the circle. Do protection mm-hmm. on all of those. You could probably get him over 30,000 protection. And, uh, I mean, that would be that would be pretty awful to deal with. Because he wouldn't need to go that often. Because you're going to be counting on those AoEs from all these mall teams to f- allow him to feed protection recovery and attack. I think it would be, uh, I think that would be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. He's definitely an interesting guy. And I like this Zeta, and it it seems like it would be one that could stand alone, depending on what team you put him on, because this isn't Absolutely depending would. on Sith. Yeah. So yep, it could, he could be real annoying, real fast, not as if he wasn't before, you know. That's uh, true. So next up on my list, I had fives, which was I had always planned to put mine on fives as my second Zeta, but now I'm just kind of kind of rethinking that for the moment only because it requires a full it doesn't require a full clone team but if you read what it says five gains 15 percent turn meter whenever another clone ally takes damage and seven and a half percent turn meter whenever a non-clone ally takes damage so basically out of turn he's going to gain tons of tons of turn meter as your allies are being hit and get to go more often the only thing yep. about that is, you know, he doesn't hit too terribly hard, so it's not it's not a ton of damage you're getting, but it's still damage, you know. And on top of that, 
it's another chance to throw speed down on whatever it is you're attacking. The tank, arena, galactic war, whatever. So, yep. I really like it. I want to get it. I don't just don't know I'm going to get it next. But this in a Cody-led clone team will definitely throw a lot of extra turns on fives, which can be really oh, good yeah. in a raid. So, absolutely. I don't really know why you'd ever get it if you didn't have Cody Zated, because you would never be running a clone team, as far as I could guess. And if you were, you'd you'd want to Zeta Cody first before five. So, yeah, this is really a Zeta you'd get if you have Cody like me. So, and he still does gain seven and a half percent turn meter if a non clone ally takes damage. So, I mean. Yeah, I mean, he could still be maybe a little bit interesting against AoE teams or something if you like using him already, but it's not one of those things you'd go out of your way for unless you have that Cody's data. Yeah. Uh, what I've thought about with him is because of the, like a Kenobi lead, because my fives is at gear 11, and he has close to 80,000 effective health power. Jeez. So getting him with a Zeta... Even if not on a full clone team, but being able to get him to t- taunt using the Kenobi lead would just be really obnoxious. So, yeah, part of my thought with sure. him. But cool. Yep. Well, um, another one that I have a little bit higher than you do, uh, Qui Gon Jinn. I think his leader ability is. Still just really, really good. Um, obviously, the foresight, the way it works, uh, anytime you know somebody dies, everybody gets foresight, or all Jedi get foresight. They get the little extra speed, the damage based on their amount of speed. So if you really like Jedi, I mean, Qui-Gon Zeta is obviously the way to go. There are some of those that float around in my top 10 against these small teams, so they can be really effective. He's... He's really good, and you know if you pair Yoda with him, you can make Yoda really fast under a Qui-Gon Jinn lead, and you can basically start the match with tenacity up on everybody. And and, not and get... foresight. And foresight. Even yep, if they're not right, a Jedi, because he'll get it from Qui-Gon and then spread it to everyone else. Yep, that is, that is correct. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, pair Qui-Gon Zeta with Yoda... And you'd have an interesting team. Uh, Yo- I mean, even Yoda's Zeta for battle meditation could be kind of interesting if you really like the foresight, because that would do the same thing just outside of a Qui-Gon lead there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you just don't, you know, you don't have the extra 30 speed, which might be pretty important if you're using it to counter these mall-led teams. So, yeah, Qui-Gon, really good, but kind of specific strategy. Uh yeah, and, and if you not look quite at, as versatile as we wish it was. If you look at my list here, it's not this one isn't really ranked. They're just written there, so I know which ones they are. But Kaigon is one of them. If they were ranked, he would be up near the top there, because I just okay. think he gets so yep. much out of his, especially for Jedi. So I agree there. A couple other ones that I have on my list are more from the Sith pass and work work really well for Sith team. So let's say with your Maul team, or if you were just working on like a Palpatine lead and need some Sith in there along with your Empire, or 
whatever. But the Darth Sidious change is really good. And along with the Savage Oppressor. So yep. if you got Sidious, it gets a hundred percent turn meter gain chance, fifty percent potency, and gains max health equal to potency percentage. Pretty big for him. Oh yeah. Makes him quite usable. I mean if especially if you're end of the Sith characters makes him interesting. Or even under Vader. Absolutely. All those extra dots because now he's got that extra 50% potency. You hit his demoralizing blows, you're going to inflict two or three damage over times and an expose. So there you already got four dots, hopefully, on people. Yeah. So not four dots, four debuffs. Yep. So he is one that people talk a lot about for under a Darth Vader lead because of all his extra debuffs that he can do, including heal immunity on his basic, which recently, yes. as you know, <laughs> got a mm, nice little absolutely. buff. So yeah, now that it works on protection also, he can add a lot to a Vader team. Oh, yes. So if you're having problems with uh, what Dooku's, Boba's, or Kylo's, not a bad choice. Yeah, and as far as make the him... Savage, or Savage, his is now added uh, gain a heal over time when he's damaged, buff duration plus one, plus 50% turn meter gain chance, dispel all debuffs from Savage when he is critically hit. So basically what he does now on a Sith team is he can steal all the debuffs off another character and put them on himself, but with his... Zeta, if he's shot or hit and it's crits, even if by accident through a AOE, all those buffs he's stolen or all the de- or sorry, all the debuffs he's stolen or the debuffs he's put on himself, if he's crit, they're gone. So he makes a definitely a weirder, not not really in line with any of the other debuffers, but he can debuff for a Sith team. And using that unique to do it with a Zeta is a really good way to do it for Sith team. Along with all the extra stuff he adds. Yep. So he's in the he's in the others considered for me strictly if you are using a a Sith team. Yep, I totally agree. So. Um, another one that's interesting is Jin's leader ability. Uh, you know, if you if you're into the rebel thing and you got Chariot and Bays, uh, she's really interesting. She allows uh, rebel allies to recover five percent protection whenever they gain a buff. So as you know, with Chariot and Bays, I mean they're usually plain buffs go around, and and even Cassian. Be a lot of oh even yeah, even Cassian. So. Yep, a lot of protection recovery could be had there if you set your team up correctly. So so another one I have on my others in consideration, and mostly because I like those synergy teams, and I've seen some really good heroic AAT scores with Finn, and I've also since seen some fringe arena rankings with him and a resistance team being a... Uh, 
pretty decent in the arena, but if you were to Zeta Finn's leader ability, there are a lot of uh, there's a lot of good synergy there from that. So whenever a resistance ally loses foresight, they add advantage for two turns, and whenever an enemy takes damage from exposed, reduce the cooldowns on all resistance allies by one and grant them 35% turn meter. So you know with a resistance team, there's a lot of ways to gain foresight, resistance pilot, and Ray, Ray, or to get exposed from Finn or Poe, and First Order, or not First Order, Resistance Trooper. There's just a lot of way to get these foresight and exposes in there and get extra turn meter, gain advantage from them. There's a lot of synergy to this team. Now, the reason I put it in consideration is only because it would take a full... This one, unlike Phasma, where we said, you know, you can do a little bit different things with her because she can call others to assist. For Finn, it really does all depend on resistance allies. Yeah. So you'd have to have a full resistance team to make this work, which is, you know, kind of hard for some characters to get up there. But I have seen some really good output from Finn-led teams. So that's why I put him in my considerations because... I love synergy teams, and that one can be really good. So, Finn's yep, another one to sure. think about, especially for one of those guys on the edges that don't really worry about the meta as much and go straight after the characters you're like. And let's say you've had a resistance team at seven stars. Maybe you haven't geared them up yet, but you thought about it. Well, if you do it now and you Zeta his leader, you have a pretty good, strong team on your side there. So. Yeah. That's another good one. Yep, I don't disagree. And you had another one, right? I had one more. Um, I'm not exactly sure um, how all this works, specifically the health down debuff. I can't remember. It's, I want to say it's 20 or 25% health reduction. Um I think Darth Nihilus's unique could be super interesting. He's a character that's ob- uh, obviously used a lot with the Maul Zeta leads. Mm-hmm. And he's obviously awesome. But at the start of each enemy turn, Nihilus will inflict health down on them for two turns. So... In Arena, it makes them, that could be a big difference. That could be a huge difference in Arena. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, especially if you're like battling a Nihilus lead, that would be interesting. But I don't know. I I would kind of like to hear a review if somebody's done that, uh, see how well it works, because it sounds like it'd be quite interesting just instantly knocking off a bunch of health for two turns each time that the enemy goes. I mean, you're basically always going to have health down mm-hmm. um, unless you're... You know, you have tenacity up or something along those lines, I would assume. Uh, so, And just more dots for those characters that need dots that. to hit harder. So yep. it's just another way to add to that. So, Yep, for sure. Yeah, pretty good one. Well, that covers most of the ones we like. Uh, go ahead and give me a list of ones that you think suck. <laughs> right now, these are the ones I 
think that if you're putting into them, you might be doing it too early, too, because there's really just no synergy for them. But one's Ray, and this one's at the top of my list, meaning she was close to consideration, but it really doesn't do anything besides something that other characters can do without a Zeta. And it just adds... Uh, and then the other part to it, it's got a problem with it. It adds a stipulation to it that's kind of dumb for a Zeta. But it's whenever she uses a special ability and has no debuffs, she inflicts daze for two turns, which can't be resisted. So she inflicts daze on her two specials only if she has no debuffs, which is in line with her damage being buffed if she has no debuffs. But yep. there's so many teams with debuffs now. How often are you really going to be inflicting days and really want to put a Zeta on that, you know? Yep, I'm with so, you. We got that one. You got Luminara's healing, and if they get don't have a buff, they get a heal over time. Eh, okay. Not really needed. K2SO, gaining max protection whenever he takes damage. Depending on what you're doing with him, could be good, but... A, if you're iOS, you don't even really have him. <laughs> so, kind of pointless. Yeah. Chewbacca. <laughs> okay. Chewbacca's, let's see, what was his? 25% turn meter gain chance, 10% heal, plus 10% to the heal, and dispel all debuffs on self. So as Defiant Roar, his healing ability has a Zeta that does that. Nobody uses Chewbacca. And even if they didn't and wanted to, this would really not gain <laughs> that much at all. So yep. that might be one of the worst ones. Asajj, Night Sisters, not anywhere close to what anyone wants them to be right now. I have a feeling they'll get a faction pass, but they don't right now. So anything you put on Asajj really, I don't know. I've heard people that do like her and have done it, but it's just... Really not going to be doing much for you. Cassian. Yeah. Cassian, really don't... Protection up at the beginning of the encounter for three turns. And that's it. That's all his Zeta does. Who cares? In Arena, maybe that would be good. But it wouldn't be better than some of the other ones you can get. Yep. Krennic and Death Trooper, I just don't have enough information about them. No one... Really has them. I mean, certain people do, but yeah. Them telling us it's good isn't really going to do us any good, right? <laughs> That's totally true. <laughs> and then First Order Stormtrooper and First Order TIE Pilot. Those two are... First Order TIE Pilot may be decent with his own, but yeah, I don't know that I would put anything into him unless I was making a First Order team, so... Yep. I agree with you. Pretty much covers them all as they go, so. Pretty much. As always, if you have other ideas on these things, especially some of these ones we said were bad, if there might be something I don't see or Wink doesn't see, and if you got something to open our eyes, we'd love to hear it, so. Absolutely, yep. Yeah. But as for now, that's kind of where we stand on the whole Zeta thing. Yep. However... We want to talk about that uh, that one character guy that you get from the raid. Not Han Solo. And not Han Solo. 
<laughs> the General Kenobi. So glad to finally get him. Oh my god, it was that was such a relief. Uh, you know, we already kind of ranted about how excited we are about that. Um, where were you able to take him to? Well, without farming gear before we unlocked him, I had the only one I really focused on was Kerbantes, and I okay. have 350 of them right now. But I'm stuck at gear six right now because of needing the two Mark III holo projectors. Yep. So I'm waiting for some of those to come to shipment so I can grab them and then see how much further I can push them because I got a lot of the other gear. It's just those discs are needed by everyone and I didn't really save them. Yeah. And you need a lot of them for clones, so. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Nope. That's why you don't have any. I uh, I started saving a long time ago. Saved all crystals. Was just strictly buying stuff for Kenobi. And, you know, was able to fully max him. So he was the guy I really, really wanted in my arena team. Mm -hmm. So like I kind of said earlier on my arena team, I kind of have my four staples of my arena team, which is my Boba, Kylo, um, and Rex, and now General Kenobi since I've added him. And the problem was trying to figure out who to use as a leader to make all those guys kind of work together. You know, I went through a Boba lead. I went through, I tried Anakin. I, tr I tried a few different things, and nothing seemed to work very well. So I tried to fight fire with fire and went with the old Ben lead, which was actually really fun. Uh, it worked pretty amazing whenever I was on offense, um, but... I dropped quite a bit on defense, was still dropping into the high teens, um, which was a little frustrating for me. Um, moved to <laughs> Dooku lead, and that was what I talked about earlier. Um, still, once again, kept dropping. So the new thing I am trying is a, well, it's something I said I wouldn't do. Well, I lied. I went to a Rex lead. I am currently using Rex as the leader with Kylo, General Kenobi, um, Boba, and Jedi Knight Anakin. And Sounds I actually really good. like this. Yeah, I like this team a ton. Um, I have Boba as my fastest character, and then Rex is my second fastest. Anakin is super slow. Uh, my Kylo's high 190s, and Kenobi's 208, I believe. So that kind of gives you a general idea of my turn order. And the basic strategy being, typically, I'm going to have debuffs. I have high tenacity on Rex so that he typically, hopefully, doesn't get ability blocked. And he can cleanse, give everyone turn meter, get everybody going. Um, and then have Kenobi give everybody retribution. It's so much fun watching... <laughs> Like, if somebody does an AoE, watching all five guys go back and attack them, it's great. Uh, it's It really is a lot of fun. Um, like I said, I was having some serious issues getting this getting it to work very well on defense with K Kenobi. He's not as plug-and-play as I really thought he was, you know, just from, you know, what we'd seen before. Despite right. all of the abilities he has, the cleanse and the taunt and the foresight and all that good stuff. So he's a guy you really do have to build around. Um, I made mine insanely tanky. Mm -hmm. 
he's got a bunch of he's got two health bonuses on him. Takes him to twenty eight thousand health and almost fifty nine thousand protection. So he's basically made to just kind of hang out there, take up damage, and call in assists and give everyone retribution, which he does excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm using Jedi Knight Anakin. Like I said, he's slow. His speed's 169, but I have uh, three protection mods on him with a crit chance triangle, and he's at 21,000 health and 38,000 protection. So my de- my idea there was that he doesn't really need to be fast. I just want him, you know, going fairly early in the match, which Rex allows to give offense up for all of the counters. Uh, he's got really high crit chance, too. Almost 70% crit chance, so there's a good chance that he'll be giving offense up. And, uh, you know, whenever someone falls below half health or dies, he gets turn meter, so I didn't think speed would be that important for him. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be working pretty well. I've been holding decent in arena. Uh, haven't got to the point where I typically drop a lot more than usual, but I've passed one of those little stages where I usually drop, so... We'll have a review next week on how well this team is holding up for me. But all in all, I am a huge fan of General Kenobi. I think he's a lot of fun. It's really great when you have a lot of attackers and, you know, he calls them all in for assist or they counter those AOE teams. It's a lot of fun, but he is, it's a little bit more strategic to use him than I really expected. But I I like that. I like that it's not necessarily plug and play that you kind of have to, Think about the way you're going to use him and mod him and try to get the most use out of him. Absolutely. Yeah, it'll be interesting because I'm thinking about using him with a clone team. Basically plug him in where Rex is right now and see how that goes. But Nice. I'll let you know. Depends on if I get him geared this week. He's yeah. Now that I've got fives to gear 11... I'm going to move on to Kenobi and get him up before I move back to the clones to gear 11. But we'll see how it goes. I know that even if I don't use a clone team, I'll probably be trying to work him in somewhere. So we'll see how that What's, goes. It's great having an auto taunt that actually, you know, does something more, you know, that does yeah, attacks and gives buffs and everything and cleanses. He's he's super cool. Great, great character, I think. But. Yeah, definitely. I like his kit. Definitely very cool. Worthy of running a heroic for long enough to get him. So, no doubt out that way. Yep. Well, uh, we started doing heroics at the end of December, I believe. So, it basically took a little less than three months to get him unlocked. About yep. two and a half, probably. And I hear to get him to seven probably takes another two and a half. So should yep. have him by May at seven stars. So that'll be nice. Yeah, that'd be perfect. I would have no issue with that. Absolutely. Well, really uh, appreciate everyone listening this week. I know that you probably came here not under, not hoping for much since there wasn't going on this much this week, but. We really wanted to deep dive into Zetas, something that we'd been wanting to talk about for a while now, but finally got the time this week. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it, and hopefully if you have any ideas about it that you want to share with us, we would love to hear them, as always. 
And if you want to give us reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, we'd love to get those too and see what you guys think. So you can always hit us up on Twitter too, at Shattered Order. Wherever you guys want to find us, we're around. So That is true. Well, we appreciate you listening, and hopefully absolutely. we will catch you all again next week. Sounds good. Until next week. Later. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the force be with you.